0: BLOB TALK RADIO everybody, and welcome to the 504th edition of the Feuerstein's Fire American Soccer Show. I'm your host, Daniel Feuerstein. I'll give you American perspective of our clubs, leagues, players, national team, and other fabulous moments. You could get your daily reading from me and other writers, excuse me, from, my, from myself at the moment, uh, to a brand new website that, of course, is under my name. It is, of course, under the uh, name of this show, Feuerstein's Fire. Uh, So I will be writing my own website covering American soccer as well as the New York Red Bulls. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, Chat room is open. Come on in. Discuss amongst yourselves if you like. If you have a question for me, I'll try to answer to the best of my abilities. The phone lines are open if you wish to call in 646-929-1823. As uh, if you have any topics or any ideas you'd like to uh, be a part of or pass along, please do so. You are more than welcome to jump in, join in, and add on to the conversation. So, no guests this week, and we'll try and get you guests for next week. But if I can just say this... Thank God Major League Soccer is back. Thank God MLS is here. Thank goodness we are going to have a league season. I'm very happy about that. I'm very, very excited about it. And uh, once again, I really, really do hope, I really, really do hope that this upcoming season will be fantastic. It will be worth the wait and the watch and everything moving forward as we hope to see uh, great soccer being played. Of course. And we can all have some fun. You know, last year was interesting, obviously. Nobody in the stands due to the coronavirus. Nobody in the stands due to the coronavirus. Nobody able... To come into Red Bull Arena, all you had to do was watch it at home, be a part of a chat group, a Zoom chat, and you know show your club pride while you were basically sitting there hoping and praying that your team would win. Yes, yes, we have seen... Uh, Cities, towns, uh, improving with the uh, capacity levels being allowed uh, to come in and to do a job. And let me just say this. I am happy to see everybody coming back, getting ready to go, have some fun, move forward, Bringing in capacity. Bringing in the capacity crowd. And of course, most places are capped at 15%. Some are a little higher, some are a little lower. But, if I can just say this. Thank goodness, fans are allowed back in. (laughs) Pardon me. Sorry about that. It's uh, pollen season, so for me, I'll be sneezing like a crazy person. My apologies. Um, I'm just thrilled. I I am thrilled that we're going to have fans in the stadiums. And I understand probably some of you are still a little upset. Well, you know, why is this happening? Why is that happening? You know, how come we don't have a full crowd? Well, once again, uh, the governors of some of these states are making sure, making extra sure that all of us are coming back to these stadiums healthy, healthy. That's the number one reason to at least say, thank goodness the stadiums are opening. And it's not just the stadiums in Major League Soccer, it's the USL, it's the NPSL, everything else. We should be grateful that we got some people in the stands. Yes, it doesn't sound like a full crowd, but you know what, though? That's okay. That is okay. You're going to get people... They're going to start something for no reason. I've seen it already on some uh, Facebook group, uh, uh, you know, covering – or not covering, but, you know, supporting the New York Red Bulls. Look, if you believe that the coronavirus is not a real thing, that's fine. That's your belief, and you can say or do whatever you want. But the truth is, is that this is a real thing. I have – Not had anything uh, superficial happen to me. I've had people, I've known people who have had it. And they're very close friends of mine. And these are people who are, in all honesty, I consider them part of my family. My best friend's parents are one of them. They got it. One had it longer than the other. So if you think uh, you know this is not a real thing, that's fine. You go ahead and keep saying it. But my best friend's parents had it. His father was for a week. His mother a little longer. And all I can say is to you, all of you, to all of you. That we don't mess around with stuff like this. You don't. Now, I know in the New York City area, everyone complains about the ticket situation. In my mind, there's no complaint here. There shouldn't be. And why is that? Because, once again, the way things uh, turned out because of the pandemic... You're going to complain about the ticket situation now? When you couldn't get inside to Red Bull Arena? You know, I'm not a very political person. But, you know, I give credit to certain governors that had the, you know, the nerve and the chutzpah to go out there and say, you know what, this is, everything's going to be fine. We're going to make sure that everything will be a-okay, and we're going to open up and let everyone decide on their own. We will give out vaccinations. We'll do this. We'll do that, and that's that's fine. There are some governors that didn't want to do that, and that's fine too. We're not – I'm not here – to bring down a governor of any state, if they're going to do things, if they're going to do these things their way. If this is what they're going to do, so be it. That's fine. I am not a political person. I am not an over-the-top political person, I should say. But you know, there are others that are, and that's fine. They can do whatever they want. But once again, I give those governors of those states credit for staring COVID right in the face. If that's what they wanted to do, then so be it. I think at least they're doing their best. This should not be a politicized event, how some people have done so in Washington, D.C. There are people who have overly politicized this, and that's wrong. Because now you look like frauds. And that's the whole point. We cannot have people act like frauds. Are we still in a pandemic? Yes. Yes. Is it completely gone? No. Will it be gone? That's the hope. That's what I would like. So we don't have to wear the masks anymore. But let me just say this. I want to congratulate all of you. I really do. I want to congratulate all of you who decided to wear your masks all this time to go out and say, you know what, I'm going to do my best to stop this process, this situation. And I'm going to do my best to try and kill this damn thing. Personally, I'd love to build a machine, put chemicals in it, and have the chemicals, or maybe even the uh, the vaccine, and Maybe just shoot it across the sky, kill it that way. A little science fiction, a little bit of, uh, you know, Batman and Robin and all that fun stuff. Why? Simple. I'll tell you why. Because I've had enough of this crap, and I want to get back to full stadiums. I want to get back to a situation where none of us needed a mask to survive. Go back to normal. That's all I want. I want to go back to normal. I don't think it's too much to ask. Maybe we can like, you know, take something out of a, a science fiction comic or something. Get some sort of a cloud seeder. Seed the cloud with the uh, vaccination. Pfizer, you know, Moderna, something. And spread it all across the area, Let uh, all across the globe. Let it rain, and the rain is the vaccine, and it'll kill this damn thing. I don't think I'm asking for too much here. I don't think I'm asking, you know... To find, not just a vaccine for all of us, which they have so far, but, you know, find a way to kill this damn thing. So I'm getting sick and tired of it. I am. I never said it's not real. I never said that this is a fake or a fraud. All I'm saying is, is that I want this damn thing over with already. That's all I'm asking for if you just excuse me the annual pollen season for us that are uh, allergic to pollen is going crazy too I wish that would be over with as well but it will only be over until all the trees and the bushes stop blooming and we can wash out this stuff but as I said As I said, all I want is this coronavirus to be gone. I want this coronavirus to end already. I want this coronavirus to leave our atmosphere so that we can move forward, get back to what we all love to do, support football, cover football, just be a part of it. I just want us to get back to normal, full stadiums all over the nation. And at the same time, let's also have stadiums filled with football fans all over the world. It's not so hard. It's not so hard to beg for that. It's not so hard to want that. Are you getting sick and tired of watching the Premier League? Um, or watching Liga MX that has no fans in the stadiums. All they have are these roped-up sections for advertisements. Now, it's cool to have the Zoom stuff all over the place, but still, though, is this what we have to endure? Is this the future of our footballing lives? Can't we just get back to normal? You know, I, I give credit to all the governors of every state, and at the same time, all the governors that have MLS teams, USL Championship teams, USL League One, League Two, NPSL. I, I applaud them for allowing soccer stadiums, minor league ballparks that double also as minor league sta- soccer stadiums. The um, how you call it, the uh, athletic complexes, that they're allowing fans to come in. Here in the state of New Jersey, uh, 15% outdoor capacity right now being allowed. Uh, Phil Murphy, governor of New Jersey, has now increased it to 30%, which I'm very happy to hear. Now, we'll see what happens with the New York Red Bulls if they do, uh, are, you know, if they do decide to make it 30%. Uh, if they want to start off at 15% capacity, that's fine. That's fine, because I think they want to play it safe at least. At least they want to play it safe. And I understand there are people that are upset that, you know, why are, there no, why are there so many empty seats? Well, you know why? Because the New York rebels are told what their capacity is allowed to be. And if they want to start slow by saying, you know what, we're happy it's 30%, but we want to start off with 15% first. That's fine. That's not being, you know, in favor of the Red Bulls. That's just saying, plain and simple, they want to be cautious. Can we all be cautious? Isn't that the idea? We want to make sure that everything, you know, all all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted. Let's take it easy. Let's just take it easy. Because if you don't like what you see, fine. Uh, you know that's you feel it's not what you want then fine it's not what you want but the red bulls or your mls team if they feel that they're not ready to go full out 30% or 15 or 20 they want to or they want to start off at the starting point that's fine you can't screw around with stuff like this but oh yeah let's find something else to complain about uh, while we're in a pandemic Because if that's what you're trying to do, you've lost the argument already. You've looked silly, foolish, and stupid. Yes, I said it. Silly, foolish, and stupid. If you're going to have an argument about this because, oh, how come there's not enough people in the stadium? Well, you know what? Tough. Tough. This is what the Red Bulls wanted to do. This is what your MLS team probably wanted to do. But I give credit to, like, Inter-Miami for opening up the whole stadium. The supporter section filled to the hilt. I don't know if it's filled to the hilt in the, in the uh, grandstands on the north or south side, but you know what? At least they have people filling up the seats. Thank goodness. Not everyone is ready to commit themselves... To go back to the ground. And that's the one thing you have to understand. Everybody is committed to go to the ground. Am I? Yes. Not because I have a job to do. But because I want to get back. I want to get back. I want to go and do my job. I want to cover the Red Bulls. I want to cover Major League Soccer. I don't know if I'll be going on the road again this season. Probably not. Am I fully vaccinated? Absolutely. Hell yes. But once again, once again, we cannot force people to come to the stadium and we cannot force pe- force the, the clubs if there is a percentage hike of the capacity standard to go from 15 to 20 or 15 to 30 let the red bulls do it at their own pace and don't assume oh well, you can't get people just go ahead and oh go ahead and ask for your money back go ahead no you don't do that being an idiot If you don't want to be a season ticket holder anymore on the, for the Red Bulls, then that's fine. And just don't re up. If you don't want to be a season ticket holder anymore, uh, you know, for your MLS team because of some of the things that have been going on, then fine. But don't be a jerk about it. Don't whine and complain about it because you know. Let's be honest. You have you have no leg to stand on right now. You don't. You want to prove a point? Well, right now is the wrong time to prove it. This is the wrong time to prove a point. If you think because of what's been going on that you can call the shots and say, yeah, look, you can do whatever you want and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. No. It's a different kettle of fish here. In a normal sense, if there's an issue with not enough supporters coming in or fans coming in, okay, you got a legal gripe. We are still in a pandemic. You have no gripe at all. These are the rules, and I hope and pray somewhere down the road during this season – That each governor of every state, whoever has an MLS club, whether they're from Florida, Georgia, Texas, Illinois, Ohio, Massachusetts, California, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Minnesota. Some common sense will prevail. And they'll say, you know what? It's time. Let's open it up. And when that's done, and there's still an issue, then fine, you've got a right to complain. But until then, shut up, because you've got no right to complain at all about the seats or how the situation is at the stadiums. This is what's going to happen until this damn thing is over with. You have to understand that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we are going to now move on with the show. um, This past weekend, uh, very excited and very happy about uh, the Oakland Roots. Of course, they were an NISA team and National Independent Soccer Association team that made the jump to USL Championship going from uh, Division Three to Division Two. Of course, being invited to it by USL Soccer. And all I can say is, you know, the coup that happened was unbelievable. We have seen these uh, NFL stars, NBA stars, getting involved in world soccer, you know, also getting involved with, you know, whether it be MLS, uh, France, you know, a, a club in Europe. Hell, we have seen, you know, actors of Hollywood, actresses of Hollywood getting involved Former you know, professional athletes in baseball and basketball and hockey and uh, football becoming owners, a part of an ownership group of what's going on in MLS. We all know Matthew McConaughey is a part owner in uh, Austin FC, uh, Will Ferrell of Los Angeles FC. Uh, we've now seen Kevin Durant uh, being a part, o- uh, being a, a part owner of uh, the Philadelphia Union, the gentleman from the Brooklyn Nets, of course, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, Golden State Warriors, uh, originally was drafted by the Seattle Supersonics. We're seeing former footballers like David Beckham now owning, of course, Inter Miami. What we are seeing is a flurry of people wanting to be a part of the world soccer scene and the biggest news that came out this past Friday a monster of a running back in the National Football League who played for both the Buffalo Bills the Seattle Seahawks and of course the Oakland Raiders now in Los Angeles excuse me Las Vegas now with the Vegas Raiders He's a Super Bowl champion, too, and I'm talking about Marshawn Lynch. Having him as a member of the ownership group of the Oakland Roots, in my mind, is a steal and a coup that has to be congratulated. The Oakland Roots doing a fine job of picking who they want to be a part of it. And it's wonderful to see that happen. We'll get to, I know there's other things going on with the Oakland Roots. Believe me, I've been updated about the situation. We'll get into that situation at another time. Because first things first, I want to applaud uh, ownership, even though I know there's a gentleman that I'm, pretty good with, who uh, was messed around with. We'll get to talk about that next week. At, next week at, uh, Excuse me, next week. But to have someone like Marshawn Lynch involved with this game is huge. Huge! Because he's an Oakland resident. He was born in the city of Oakland. And to have a guy like that not only supporting Uh, anything the NFL does, but for him to support football is amazing. I am very proud of what the Oakland Roots did. I'm happy that this situation happened. This, my friends, is a big, big accomplishment that I never thought I'd ever see. How is that possible? Well, let me just say this. Sometimes strange things work in serious ways. I am just flabbergasted that this situation worked well. I could not believe it. I could not believe what I saw when I got those when I got the results. I couldn't believe what happened when that happened. It was crazy. completely crazy to see them adding a guy like Marshawn Lynch to be uh, one of their owners. It's just amazing to see that. And to have him on ESPN with Taylor Twellman Marshawn Lynch. That was incredible. That was incredible. Um, I'm just flabbergasted that this happened. And it's not in a bad way. It's in a good way. Shocked. Completely shocked. That this situation came to fruition my goodness that's huge and it's even bigger because Marshawn Lynch is going to do it with the United Soccer Leagues is just crazy now let me just say this. And I I want to be clear about this. I really want to be clear. It's not just Major League Soccer that should deserve an ownership group to have these huge names being a part of the, of the soccer clubs, of the football clubs that are trying to make a name for themselves. Okay? It's not just MLS. This should be everyone. This should be everybody. If you can get a big-time name If you get a big-time name, whether it's an actor, an actress, a former professional athlete in the four big sports of this nation, and that, you know, baseball, basketball, football, uh, American football, hockey, if you can get, if you can do this and get anybody from that industry, To join the Oakland, like what they've done, what Oakland Roots has done, getting Marshawn Lynch to join Oakland Roots ownership group, that is huge. It is absolutely huge. Go to uslsoccer.com. It's on the main page. Uh, here's a quote from that article and this is from uh from USL Soccer's website growing up in the town we always could count on the pro teams in the area said Lynch but with most of those the most of those ones that i grew up with gone i knew the minute i heard about the opportunity to join oakland roots It wasn't just something I wanted to do. It was something I had to do. The Golden State Warriors are now in the San Francisco area at the Chase Arena. The Raiders have left Oakland for the second time in their history. Now in Las Vegas. The only big four in the sports universe in Oakland remaining are the athletics, and in soccer, the Oakland Roots. Second division side now, but it doesn't matter. It's a pro side, and who knows? Maybe Mar- maybe Marshawn Lynch will get involved big time, which I hope he will. Maybe help build a brand new arena, a brand new stadium, and have the Oakland Roots play in a stadium meant for them. Meant for them. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, I would like for them to maybe knock down the Oracle Arena and have them build a soccer stadium over there for the Roots. Why not? There's room. There's plenty of room. Now that the Warriors are in the San Francisco section, even though they're still considered Golden State, they now play in San Francisco. They left Oakland. Now it's the Roots and the Athletics. Why not? I think Oakland deserves a soccer stadium. That's just my opinion, of course. We'll see what happens. So as we uh, continue on here on the show, once again, congratulations to the Oakland Roots for getting a new uh, ownership partner, a new partner in their ownership group, and Marshawn Lynch. That's just fantastic to have, and it's just great to hear. Um, You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the New York Red Bulls, of course, first game of the season, you know, not bad from what I saw, obviously, um a lack of concentration against Sporting Kansas City and they get scored on twice. They lose the match 2 goals to 1. Caden Clark as terrible as it is, that Caden Clark will only have one full season with the New York Red Bulls and then he'll be off to Red Bull Leipzig in the German Bundesliga. The goal he scored shows you why he is a talented young man, and he also shows you why, why he is the future of the U.S. men's national team in the midfield. The goal he scored against Sporting Kansas City was amazing, absolutely amazing. If you haven't watched it on the league website, go ahead and do it now. It was a throw-in, given to Kyle Duncan on the near side, crossed the ball near the corner. Ball was headed back by the Sporting Kansas City defense. And then all of a sudden, and I'll admit, I thought it was a header goal. I thought he headed the ball in. Uh, finally got a chance to watch it. I couldn't believe what he did. On his left peg, using it as balance, he picked up his right leg, swung it in midair, struck it good, not a lot on it, but just enough to cradle on the inside of The back upper 90 inside the back post. Got the Red Bulls the lead early in the second half in the 48th minute. You can't teach something like that. You have to be born with it. The technical ability and at the same time, the guile and the gumption and the nerve to pull something like that off. He pulled it off against Sporting Kansas City. It's a shame it's only going to be one season here at MLS, but I'm telling you right now. The kid from Minnesota who's got a wonderful family back home, his father follows me on Twitter, I want to say that, but the talent that he has is just unbelievable. The talent he displays is unreal. And I'll say this. I'll say this. What would have happened if Caden Clark made the qualifying squad for the Olympics? What if Caden Clark went to the Olympics? What difference would he have made if Jason Kreiss picked him? And tried to help qualify for the Olympic campaign. It's just unbelievable what I saw. It's just unbelievable the tools that he has. Four goals in two seasons. Three in the regular season. One in the playoffs. His awareness. The technical ability. Where and how he places the ball. I have not seen him... Basically, when he gets an opportunity to shoot the ball at the net, he hasn't missed. Maybe an errant pass here and there, but he hasn't missed. I think he's 4 for 4 right now. I really believe he is 4 for 4 right now when it comes to shots on frame in MLS. Now I could be wrong, and I might be wrong. But so far Caden Clark has been fantastic on the pitch. He's at least worth a goal a game. We'll we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen, but you know, you can't stop raving about a kid like that. You couldn't stop raving about Christian Pulisic Josh, Sargent, um, you know, Giovanni, Reyna. You can't stop raving about some of these kids that are growing up right in front of our eyes and actually doing a job. Tyler Adams. Now you can throw into the mix Caden Clark. Now you're seeing battles for spots on the national team. And I understand Greg Berhalter is going to have you know the ones that he feels comfortable with, but the one thing he needs to understand is, in 2021, you've got at least four to five matches right now of giving some of these kids an opportunity to go out show you what they can do. and I'm talking about the Nations League. I'm talking about the group stage of the Gold Cup. That's at least four matches automatically. For another four matches, you've got to go to the final of the Nations League, and you have to go and head straight to the final in the knockout stages of the Gold Cup. September, October, three match, three match days November, two, next year, January, March, three match days each. You can still tinker. So the possibilities. Still there. 17 matches in World Cup qualifying. Seven months of battles with sides of CONCACAF the octagon you will have three group stage matches in the gold cup 17 possibly 6 23 CONCACAF Nations League, 25 matches right now, competitive matches, possibility of 25 competitive matches. And then you can hope you go to the World Cup in Qatar. This is what you want to see from some of these kids. This is what you want to see them do. In a high-pressure situation. And you only hope and pray that the head coach or the manager to the task. But until then, I mean, I would, I would love to see Caden Clark get a shot. I really, really would love to see Caden Clark get a shot here. If not for 2022, at least for the next Gold Cup, which would be for 2023, and the next cycle for World Cup qualification to the World Cup, where we don't have to qualify in the next four years. Once the World Cup is over in Qatar, we can just sit back, relax, drink some tropical drinks, and watch everyone else kill themselves. Well, all we do is play a friendly. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be fun. This will be something that I don't think we've ever seen before in a long, long time. And you know what? Let's have some fun. Let's go out there and let's have some fun, everybody. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Just for this once, we'll be sprinting to Qatar. And a Gold Cup title. We're going to see something interesting, folks. And let's hope that our federation cannot just qualify two trophies this summer. I can't wait. I just can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope, I really, really hope that it will be us for confederational glory and World Cup qualification to Qatar. Because it's time to go forward and it's time to say, that's it, I've had enough. It's time to get back into the swing of things. It's time for us to prove why the United States is the best nation in this confederation of CONCACAF, of North America, Central America, and the Caribbean soccer, football. It's time to get there, guys. It's time to get back there and do a heavy duty job it really is we'll have to wait and see but until then we're going to have some fun we're going to have a lot of fun it's going to be exciting I cannot wait Let's go get it. Just go out, do your job, go get it. Show them why this nation is building back. And you know what? I'm not just saying this because, you know, I'm trying to help out U.S. soccer. No, I do this because I care about the program. I care about the player and I care about the program. It's not who's running U.S. soccer. Do you care about the sport in this country? Some of you have given up, and that's fine. I, I don't care. You know, It's your call. You do whatever you want. You gave up. I understand. We don't need you anymore. It's quite all right. You've decided, not worth your time, fine. But all I I can say is, don't come back. If you feel that your time has been wasted, fine. Don't come back. Don't waste our time. You've made your bed, you go lie in it. Tell us again, why did you quit? Forgive you? No, there'll be no forgiveness. You gave up. You'd rather just concentrate on your European club team only, and you would just rather worry about international or at least club football and not worry about what goes on you know, in your own backyard. You don't want to give, you just didn't want to be there full time. And that's okay. I understand. It's a shame. But look, if this is how you feel, so be it. Just don't come back. Don't pretend and say, I've been with you guys all this time. I needed a break. No. No, there there is no such thing as a break. You're either in it or you're not. I know you got a Premier League team that you support, so just stick with them. It's quite all right. Do what you gotta do. you know don't come back crying to us telling us please take me back i should have known better i don't want to do it no don't don't bother it's okay i mean i've you know i've shown respect and then you come back and then you treat me like you know you're a troll yeah I don't like you anymore. Well, what did I do to you? Yeah, because you follow American soccer, and American soccer is not going to do anything. I'm tired of being disappointed. Look, I'm tired of being disappointed, too, but that doesn't mean I give up. You give up, move on. I'll still talk to you. I will still talk to you. I didn't say I don't want to talk to you. All I'm saying is don't be a fraud. If you're going to be a fraud about it, just admit it. Don't do the whole, oh, you know, I just gave up. I'd rather just follow what goes on in Europe. I follow what goes on in Europe, too. That's not a big deal. But at least, you know, I can show European football respect... But I don't jump ship so quickly and easily like some of you have. It's easy to go and follow a European club side full-time. Of course I want to see our guys act like that, be like that. It's not going to happen overnight, but you want the quick fix. You want a quick fix. Quick fix is not going to help. It's going to take time. And so far, our players are proving their worth in Europe. If they don't want to go to MLS, they want to go straight to Europe, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. There are players that are in these uh, pay-to-play academies. And you feel like, you know, you don't want to be over here. You'd rather just um, go across the pond and try out for a team in Europe. Just go for it over there. You know what? Go. Go ahead. We still root for you. We still root for you. Because we love you. Because your flag is our flag the United States of America all i'm saying is just don't disgrace it you try your best that's all we ask for pick your head up show them your flag and make us all proud that's all we ask Make us proud. Show them why. Being an American means you're very talented and gifted. It's not a huge deal. Show your American pride. Let everybody know what you stand for. Not just for the game, but you also stand as an American and tell them why we are getting better, we are improving, we have technical ability like all of you have. You let them know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this show tonight. Next week will be another episode of the Forkish Inspire American Soccer Show. Then next Friday, we get back into the quarterfinals of the CONCACAF Champions League to review, and then NPSL later on in next month. So... My name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. And as always, please enjoy your football. You have a good evening. Take care. So long and bye-bye for now.